the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 269 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. We're calling this one Exit the Dragon for very obvious reasons. That is right. Gareth Bale has left us and has decided to focus on retirement. Well earned, of course, uh, and giving us the greatest send off a player could possibly give outside of scoring. Maybe the last penalty, but we wouldn't get there without him. So critical, critical. Um, and we will be forever grateful for that. And we'll, we'll cover that a bit, but I can't cover this without my crew. So tonight we've got Bam on and Tony. Bam, how are you doing today? Doing quite well. You know, we finally got summer hitting us here. So we've got some nice days of, at the moment, it's 4.30 in the afternoon. It's 83 degrees. Tomorrow's supposed to be closer to 100. So looking good. Australia. Australia. Yes. Yes. Good stuff, man. We're in the coldest part of, of winter for Los Angeles, if you could call it that. Actually, we're, we're trying not to drown. I think that's the, the biggest thing is flooding, raining, madness, and I guess another storm tomorrow. But hey, we've complained for a decade about water, and that's what you get. So uh, just be careful out there, everybody. That's, I'm doing my best to do the same, and uh, uh, stay dry the best you can. Uh, Tony, how are you doing? I see there's a looking a little different there, aren't you? Yeah, I just finished half of my neck tattoo. I'm going to finish the rest on Sunday. Um, speaking of rain, I was stuck up here in the canyon for a whole day because they shut down PCH and the way to the valley because to PCH, they had to dynamite falling boulders and going to the valley. There were so many mudslides that you couldn't drive into a little snow pile, pushed everything away. But other than that, doing pretty well. One more reason to kind of just chill, right? No, I do. Uh, good that you're safe. Um, yeah, anybody anywhere close to the hills has <laughs> been going through it. Um, as some of you know, I live on the foothills as well. And, uh, yeah, the flooding has been pretty epic. So, uh, again, hoping everybody's all right. Uh, and hopefully, you know, weather gets better soon. And of course, next month it will be when we get back into the swing of things. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about it. I know there's a lot of players leaving. We're going to focus on that first, give respect to the guys that played for us, send them on their way and then get prepared for the next stage and what's going to happen to us next. Cause I know a few guys are a little concerned seeing how it's going. But remember last year, those same concerns were kind of kicking around. Like, what are we going to do? Who's coming where, you know, what, how's the coach going to guess what we're back in it again, but at least this time there's going to be a star on our chest. And uh, still core players that got us where we needed to go. So it's not done. Uh, there's always a trick up their sleeves. You know that in the Bennett Rosenthal era. Congratulations, Bennett. Happy to have you on board doing what you do. Again, the entire crew at LAFC ownership. It's been it's been a dream to, as a supporter to, to have the relationship we have. So good on them. So Gareth is gone. He's decided to walk. That's okay. Um, I'm going to throw this to you, Bam, first. What are your impressions of, of the Bale era? He came, he saw, he conquered. He did something that he, he did something that Zlatan never did. He lifted trophies. Zlatan never did that. So, you know, he came, he did what he had to do. He got us the trophy. 
and now he's off to enjoy retirement. The quiet champion just gets the job done. Simple. Exactly, exactly. He, 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 he was never outspoken. He was always humble from what I understood. He just came in, did his job. So for that, I thank him for everything he's done and hope he enjoys retirement. Some more golf's coming up. A lot of golf. Probably going to own several courses the way he's going. So uh, good on him. Not like he hasn't earned it. It's cool, man. Uh, Tony, your thoughts, sir? Honestly, like like he came, he won a championship and went on a high. Like he wanted to, he, like I said, we got him not like full 90 ready because, again, he was trying to get well enough for the World Cup because this is the only time he's ever played for Wales in the World Cup and it was going to be that. So we thought, you know, he's going to rest himself, hopefully gave us an, a good you know, second half for his part of the second part of his contract. And luckily he said that he's going to retire now instead of later, because that would have been taken away from our championship and everyone watching this is Bale's farewell tour. So come while you can, but again, happy for him. Congratulations on retirement. I wish I could retire at what? 31, 32, (laughs) but Hey, more power to him the the humble champion uh, as always yes he has comments he says things but you all know how he is i'll put putting the work in um quiet from times people kind of concerned about his impact up into the playoffs is he doing enough hasn't done enough and then out of nowhere we get what we get real madrid supporters know know him well for doing things like this it's just when it counts most this man rises to the occasion you can ask wales as well this is just his way he knows how to read it he knows how to break things down uh not doing it alone of course but he got the job done got us into the penalties put us in a position to win and that's why they brought him in so what more can we ask for right you can't ask for much more i think the only thing that's got me bummed about this whole thing is i didn't manage to get a picture or an autograph because he's here and gone uh and that's pretty much you know my only sadness of the whole thing but otherwise i get to see that picture of him flying through the air thumping his chest and that's forever for us that's a memory we will always have and every time we look on our on our chest and see that star we know bell is one of those guys bell is one of those guys and we got to be the part of his last hurrah the best way you possibly can. Perfect. Perfect. So we are beyond happy for him. Congrats, Bale, on the championship. Congrats on an amazing career. It's nice to see players walk away in style and with their health. And that is essential, too. So we've lost a few others today uh, in the last couple days uh, that some were surprises. Some we thought, yeah, it's probably going to happen. And it kind of played itself out. One would be Mendez. Uh, yeah, that's right. Sebastian Mendez, uh, he was out of contract. I know we were hoping to get him back after the world cup, especially after that, that great performance that he had. Uh, but Tony, where is he headed, sir? He is going to San Paulo FC. Um, he, like I said, did well for his international side. Didn't do so hot for us because with the minutes he is, but on the good note, and we can put it to the round table, what we think about it. We don't have to give Orlando any money because if we re-signed him, we would have had to give him pretty much a quarter of our gam money, of our gam money to keep him every season for every other season. So 
one for this season for this season coming up and then one for the next season like a rebate check that out so it actually makes perfect sense why it didn't happen honestly my impressions with him we didn't see much right we we he was stuck behind a roster that was deep he's a kind of player that's a little too good to be that role realistically uh and so he really never had a chance to gel and make it happen when he played he was fine he looked fine but again just it wasn't enough for the player and how much he would be getting paid for it to make sense and on his end and his part of the career where he's playing in the world cup okay and he's making something of himself uh this stage is not hit mls ain't it he's got to do something else benefit to him now is he's probably gonna make way more money and also be closer to home so it doesn't hurt him at all making the move it was a wise move on his part again for the little time that we had him we we're thankful but man we we definitely i i get it we we definitely missed out uh bam yeah, I agree completely. Like, he only played 12 games for us, um, subbed on 10 times, subbed off twice, um, never played a full 90. So that goes to show you how big our depth was and all that. Um, we averaged 1.75 points per game that he played, so we had a fairly decent um, go when he was he was playing for us. So for that, I thank him. Um, good luck, Dan and Seth down in brazil and let's see what you can do down there yeah hope he does well he still represents us by going that way so hopefully things work out for him there is of course one other player that left today right bam yeah that is that is tony's boy escobar he he did quite well for us um so he was named in the 28 um, game day squads played in 23 of those games so five times he was left on the bench we averaged 1.83 points per game that he played he scored once and had two assists he was subbed on nine times subbed off 10 times and the surprising fact that i found out was he only received four yellow cards i thought it was more but he only received four yellow cards so the master of the dark arts didn't quite didn't quite have that situation hit him. I think it was the system that we were playing and what we were demanding of our players. He fit in though. You know, that was the hard part is he fit in, but Ryan's Ryan Hollingshead, let's be honest. He kind of stole that job. He owned that job. There was no purpose to, to worry at that moment. Right. Cause you, you had, you had Hollingshead doing the job, scoring goals, getting, getting it going for Escobar. It was kind of odd man out in many times. And I yeah. get it. You could tell towards the end of the season, he was very frustrated, especially coming off. I, you could tell minutes were an issue for him. Um, the anger was definitely there. And we did address that a lot of it because of passion. But at the end of the day, he's a player not getting any younger. He needs his minutes. And he wasn't getting it here. Uh, for him to leave makes perfect sense. I get it. I am sad to see him go. Especially now, seeing where we're at and with Palacios potentially moving, we need a guy like that. And now, you know, it's not going to happen. Now, he goes off to Houston. Houston, if you can tell, is spending money right now. Uh, they definitely look to be retooling. A uh, few teams look like they're making some moves this year. They're one of them. And so he's a part of that where they need stability on that side. They just got instant stability. So... It's going to be tough for us, right? We'll still have to deal with those guys. 
Um, he's going to have an edge on him. Look at it this way. It's better he didn't end up in San Jose because you saw the rumors about San Jose for him popping up, and we don't want to deal with him as a, a local rival. And so, yeah, uh, on his way, we get it. Sad to see him go. Thankful for what he could offer us. Um, definitely, though, like Tony, I'm going to throw it to you, man. It just feels like we could have got more, right? Yeah, we could have. He was one of my favorite players. Of, I'm sad to see him go. Again, as much as I am sad to see him go, we have to grow and get better. So there's probably something in the pipeline to replace him in that stat. Um, his only goal, which I feel is a very important goal, it was the goal against Philly to do a 2-2 tie in the 87th minute. So again, that tie maybe makes, again, keeps us with the supporter shield and everything again everything else so um i wish him the best of luck i will miss him but unfortunately i have to find a new man crush on the team moving forward <laughs> you can join the hollingshead fan club it's okay we're growing we're growing it's all right <laughs> yeah so that guys is our departures that we currently have but it's not all doom and gloom because we are bringing in new players and we just had the the big old media day and, and that seemed to go pretty well. And we saw some new faces. Um, the, the big ones, you know, not, I don't know. I call it big, but an essential one, of course. Uh, who did we get Tony? Um, we signed a new goalkeeper from the English premier league. His name is Eldon Jovokovic. I believe that's how you say it. Sorry, I'm going to have to (laughs) learn it and get it better at it. But we got him from Evermint FC uh, to a one-year deal with a club option uh, for 2024. Um, He's added pending a international transfer certificate and a P1 visa. He is 38 years old, has played 10 seasons in England, has played for Evermont, has played for Leicester City. Huh? Oh, Everton. Sorry. Everton, sorry. Everton, um, Leicester City and a uh, whole city as well. So he has some experience, hasn't sh- shown s- much on the um, starting side of, of the games, but he has um, started for his native uh, under UT, under, I believe under 20 as a starting keeper, but hasn't, I believe, shown too much on the international side. But it's a good, but he's been behind good keepers in the, in the, run up to getting him here so he can help us develop a McCarthy because he's still young or maybe just take the spot and have it until until uh, Crepo comes back. Now, real talk about this player. We know why he's coming, right? He is the insurance policy. If McCarthy's got it, he keeps it, right? Until Max gets better. If he can't, we have a steady goalkeeper who has played pretty high levels, including being on an FA Cup winning side, has had some amazing runs with the teams he's played for. There have been moments. Uh, you can watch them. Uh, his technical ability is very high. His his ability to read the game is quite solid. Um, the age and the lack of minutes recently is something, of course, that everybody would be concerned about. But experience is key as a goalkeeper and this guy's got some good experience he's got some moments uh in him there's not a whole lot of moments of 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 
bad moments. Um, it's just we haven't seen him play a lot lately. I would say definitely research into him. I think you'd be a little less concerned the more you see. Um, that's where I'm sitting at it. I think he's going to be good. He's not going to be one of those guys that's diving before the shot like we've seen from other goalkeepers that we've got from overseas. It's not his way. Um, he'll be solid in the, in the role that they're giving him, and it'll give it, us a chance to, to at least have insurance. So that's where it sits there. Now, there are still some players out of contract, still some mysteries. We heard some movement on those guys uh, and some rumors that one might be headed back. It's close, but one, it's been radio silence. Bam, what's going on with our, our current uh, out-of-contract players? To be honest, not much. Besides what was said at the um, play announcement the other day after they did that and they had some talks with JT, um, about how the Eddie Segura is getting closer to a re-sign and all that. Taylor's just being radio science, as he said. Nothing has been coming up. I've had a little look, and there's nothing. Nothing on social media, absolutely nothing. So hopefully negotiation is still going because we do need to bolster our midfield somehow, and I reckon he could be a good to slot back into the midfield. But other than that, not a lot's been going on. Yeah, it's too quiet. To me, it, I'm a little concerned. I know they said, what, Segura's close. We need Segura. I'm sorry, yeah. but we do. That frees up Mario. Right. If we need a guy to cover the right, Mario can cover the right. But we're we're at a stage now where, where we're running out of time. And the hope is that he stays. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Tony, you think, think it's going to happen, man? We're going we're gonna to ink him? Um, at this moment, I have no idea. Hopefully we do because it's, he would be a good depth piece going into the, into the foreseeable future with all our tournaments that we have to play for. But again, we just lost Escobar. We've lost a lot more players like that. So there could be, again, JT could have something in the pipeline. Cause again, free DP smash, all this money available. Who knows? There's cash to play with right now. There's there's Tam and Gam fun at, at play. We have openings, a lot of them. We have the money to fill those openings. We also have to fill out a second team, right, this year. So it's it's really fascinating to see it, and it's going to be just a flood of names in the next, the next week or so. It's going to get really wild. Um, I'm just hoping they've got some crazy ace up their sleeve and it's going to blow us out, uh, blow us all out of water. Um, so we'll see. We will see what happens. Now, that being said, as hard as we're fighting to keep guys on the team, there's ones that are currently on it that it keeps sounding more and more like well, we might be losing these guys. It's getting a little, a little scary. I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling a little bit uncomfortable about that. And that would be our possible departures. Okay. Uh, fam. Name a man, because this is a list, isn't it? Yep. So we still got the Sifu in Palacios possibly leaving us. You know, that's gone a bit quiet over the last week, but still got the chances. And for what's been other two names that have popped up today of possibly leaving us, and people are saying, why don't we get one of them as a DP? You got to remember, we've got three under 22 initiatives. We need to get rid of two of them to be able to sign a third DP or get rid of another DP. So the other names that have popped up today is our boy Apoku, who I don't want to see go. I think... I, I can understand if he does want to leave because he wants needs playing time, but I want to be selfish. I want to keep him and just do what we can with him. I try to be selfish. And then 
the other name that popped up today, which everyone's been saying we've got to make a DP, but for that, we've got to get rid of two of our three under 23 initiatives is Chicho. Last year's reigning LAFC, heart of LAFC player of the year, Chicho Arongo. Again, do you just want to throw all the guys we love away? Is this, is this what we're doing right now? Um, this is not a diatribe. I'm just saying. It just sounds hilarious, man. Um, it's like, who do you love the most? Blessing. Bye. Who do you like next? Chicho. Bye. Like, what, what are we doing here? Uh, fan favorites. Again, we don't know what we can assume. We got one year to go on on his contract. He wants more money. We have to figure something out, make things right, make players happy. It sounds like he's happy anyway. Uh, but if you're not losing him now, you're going to lose him in the summer. Something's going to give because you don't want him to just to walk away. That's the other threat is that he doesn't resign. He completes the season and he walks and that's it. He's done. We got nothing out of it. Invested in a player and we lost him. So we're really in an, in an odd spot with him. Um, I hope they figure it out. I have a funny feeling they won't until the season's already kicked off. Right. And then you're going to hear something. I think it's just going to be this rumor that kind of just sits there. And are they going to make a deal? I wouldn't bet my house on a deal. Brendan, do you think something's really happening or they're just they're stuck entertaining offers? I think they're just stuck entertaining offers. And it's one of the things where, especially with Chicho, with how much he's done for us since he's been here, um, you've got to entertain offers and hope that someone's going to pony up that 10 mil. It, it was, but I don't see anyone in MLS being able to do that. So if anything, if he's going to leave us, he's going to head, over, head overseas. Because anything yeah. below 10 mil is a slap in the face to us, plain and simple. What's the point, right? What's the point? Um, yeah, I, I, I think he stays. I don't think that's going to be a situation. And I think they'll find a way. They'll get creative, and it'll work. The Apoku situation, we mentioned it last episode, that this would be the guy that you could see move because you get something for him. Real talk? He's probably got two years at most left in him, and he's going overseas. Maybe one, and he moves on. And so I think at this point they got to think: Is he going to get? Is he going to get to stay and do the time needed to get this guy on his way? What are we going to do? And I think in this case, again, if the if the if the price is right, any player gets sold. That's the that's the that's the sport we're in. Uh, Definitely, so we, we and shall you also see. look at. Mm-hmm. You also got to look at too, if with him being 21 years old, he's um, transfer market valuation is 2.5 million euros. If we can get say two, two mil for him with 23% sell on, I could see us letting him go from from us because the sell on is what we're going to make most of our money on. If he can go somewhere where he's going to be guaranteed starting, yeah, pretty much everywhere to... else in the league, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, easily, easily. As long as, uh, as long as he he leaves California, doesn't go to any other California clubs, I'll be happy. I don't want to see him in Portland or Seattle. I mean, anybody in the West, I don't want to see him go. I think it, it's pretty much that simple for me. But I don't want to see him go. Period. I'm not rooting for his departure, but I get it. I get it. Yeah. When in this case, yeah, for it, sure. It, it all it all, come, all really comes down to is who do you want to get rid of? Cheater or a poker? Who, who? Sorry, who are you more happy with leaving us 
teacher or, or a parker. We have the promise versus the now. <laughs> right? I mean, Chicho's not getting any younger. He's got maybe three strong years, maybe two, and then and then things will drop off, right? And just natural progression. Where a Poku, it's only going up. It's only going up. So hard decisions ahead. Thankfully, we have JT in charge, and, and he's not afraid of, of making hard decisions. We know this. We definitely know this. Uh, and so we'll we'll figure this out uh, with Will being gone and, and a change up top. Again, do we see any anything different in the way the club approaches things? Should be interesting. Now, with all these players potentially moving, the chaos is there. To me, the two glaring issues now, glaring issues, right, is your midfield. It's barren. You have no backup. None, okay? And if Sifu moves, then you're completely out of luck, okay? So something's got to give. And, of course, the thing that we've all been howling for for the last two freaking years is we want an attacking midfielder. Five. Yeah, let's be honest, five. We want that creative midfielder. We've been, been just pining for this guess what you need one now <laughs> you need one now if you want to go make some money on the players you currently have you got to spend some money we need another another face in this um and reserves behind that because you don't have that either it's really funky right now with the midfield situation it is there's there's no way to sugarcoat it that is the whole we know who the stars are at the moment we don't know what it's going to be in three months. We don't know what it's going to be if one of those guys gets a knock. We're in trouble. It's that thin. So we got to find a way. Do I trust the side to do it? Yeah, I do. But in this moment, there's some hard work at play. That's for sure. Uh, a lot of people are not sleeping a lot in this moment. There's sleepless nights. That is that is for certain. And a lot of phone calls to a lot of places and probably hitting the hitting flights as well to figure this out in a very short amount of time. Uh, Bam, when you look at this, at the, this lineup and the depth that we're currently in, where, where are you beyond midfield going, man, what are we going to do here? I'm not only midfield, but I am slightly worried about a defense as well. You know, we, we've just lost a couple of players in defense. Eddie Segura is injured. We don't know how long the injury will be out for. So we do resign him. Will you be able to come straight back in? We don't know. But it's going to be interesting to see what we do there, especially when we've been rumored to sign another center forward as well. Yeah, because we just love offense. You know, defense, eh, we'll figure it out. Offense, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got the we got the dough for that. Yeah, my, my thing is, you know, if Hollingshead has to move to left back, then you got to get in right back. If you want to keep him there, then you got to get some yeah, wing back madness, man. Uh, and those aren't cheap. Those players are not cheap. Not a good one. And the young kids, as nice as it is to have them, you know where their time's going to be. The second team. Kind of fun to say that it's the second team. But uh, that's where they're going to be this year. That's where they need to be this year. Gaining experience. Yeah. Some, something's got to give. Tony, your thoughts? Are you are you super concerned where we're at right now? Um, like I said, I'm concerned for the midfield as we've been. Uh, that's my main concern. Our, our defensive 
presence, I'm okay except for the right back. We can again we have to figure that out somehow. Maybe we have to shift like we've been doing the the last couple seasons when we had that injury bug for a while and that like where we didn't have a right, we didn't have a left, but we had a lot of CVs. So maybe we'll fidget with the um with the defensive in the back, but we need a midfielder for sure. But hopefully with um we for, I don't think we've mentioned this, but hopefully with a two new contracts for Larry and JT, maybe that pushes them to do better. The incentive is there. There's no doubt. I mean, we know we know these guys. We know we know the way they work. We know how they're wired. These guys want to win. It's that simple. They're not here to play. It's now just an instant rebuilding year. We're not the Florida Marlins, right? We're not selling everybody off and going, well, we've made our dough. Now let's cash in and get naming rights on the stadium and we'll be fine. And in about four years, now win another one. Now, I don't think that's the vibe here. I, I don't see that. I, I think it's just when you win something, every guy is overvalued. <laughs> Every guy gets overvalued to a point. And if something you know about a player is like, well, you know what? These guys want him. They really want this guy and, and his values up. And he's not that valuable to me, right? In my plans. Yeah. You're going to pull the trigger. It just makes sense. So I'm going to throw it back to you guys as well. Uh, definitely. Uh, let's get some conversations going from the community before we get into community news. Got it. That makes sense. All right, so throw up the reactions, join the conversation, make it happen, guys. Let me jump in and see where you guys are at right now. Who is on? First one, Julian Luna. Saludos to you too, sir. Sean Griffin, checking it out. Welcome, sir. It's Jibble, becoming a regular, and we love it. Good stuff. Wolf is in the mix. Good seeing you on there, Wolf. We've got uh, a question Sean, or statement from Sean Griffin. He says, we are just reloading once again. Only downside might be keeper. You know, I, I think we will be delightfully surprised. I do. I do. I think we'll be fine. Um, just, again, a name we don't know. It's kind of a to, former to be, name, to be honest. Yeah. To be honest, I'm happy with the keeper situation right now. Uh I'm not worried about that one one bit. I'm more worried about sending mid uh, midfield and slightly above defense. But goalkeeper, I'm I'm okay. Yeah. Well, what would you rather have, Yakupovic and McCarthy, or Tyler Miller? Right. What do you want? What do you want? Exactly. Right. I mean, seriously. I and that being said, too, Jakubovic has scored a goal. Yes. <laughs> He's a character, guys. I'm telling you. Now, we've got two crazy goalkeepers. Or at least guys with some style right now. And Max, you know he's got style, too. So you really got three guys with great personalities. Trust me on this. We're fine. We're fine. I like Sean. He says, play that golf. That's right. That's right. Uh, Smalls also identifying midfield as the big need. Man, we are we're light. It's crazy. Sean brought up we were going to talk about where they are now afterward, but we'll go at it now because Bans is doing his homework. But Sean Griffin mentions that Dio is back in MLS, or for some people, the MLS, whatever. Uh, semantics. Tell us what's been going on. I know a lot of you guys are sad about it. 
because he's back. Why didn't he come back to us? You know, was it? Okay. Think less with the hearts, more with the head. Bam, how has his career gone since he's left us? So you got to remember, right now he's 32 years of age. Um, transfer market has his value at 350,000 euros. Since he left us, he went to China to play for Gangzhou Mighty Lions, played four games and scored one goal. After that, he left and went to Al Sicilia SC in Qatar, played 13 games, three goals, and three yellows. He then got um, sent to Al Arabi in Qatar, played nine games, four goals, two assists, and two yellows. And then he went back to Norway for, and played for Odds BK, uh, two games, one goal. And then he, in the second game, he got injured and was out for seven games. Then he was on. Then he wasn't even listed for two games, and that's where he left off there. So since he's left us, he's played twenty-eight games for twelve goals, two assists, and a lot of yellow cards. Again, spotty, not healthy. We had this towards the end with him as well, right? We're talking about him being glass. Uh, I mentioned that a few times. You guys did too. Uh, yeah, it, it's sad but true. I mean, he's done great for us. We know that. But we're at a different stage as, a, as an organization. We really are. And chasing after guys that are just trying to trying to hang on. Um, yeah. That's not the vibe this team does. It's not. Who would you rather pay for, Opoku or Dio? Right? Who's going to go? Exactly. It's going to be interesting too because the only time we play Toronto is in Coachella. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats to whoever gets to go out that way and go see him. Say hi for us. Um, yeah. And Bob, I, I mean, his highlight, his career high, his last career high was 2019. So, yeah. There's a trust there. That's for sure. So good on Dio that he's got a job, right? That he's back there. We can watch him play on, on Apple TV now. Um, plug in Apple TV. Check me out. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, it's good for him. He needs this. Hopefully it works out. Just not against us. Just not against us, which we don't even have him on the list to play us. So we're safe. We're safe. All right, I'm going to move on over to Smalls. Smalls mentions that Bale did his job. Thank you, but we can move on without him. Yeah, exactly. It's all good. It's all good. Everybody won. Perfect. David Day, get that like button. Thank you, David. Always coming in clutch with the like buttons. We definitely need that, guys. We do exist. Let, let the world know we exist. There are times when it feels like others within the family don't know that we exist. We still exist. Uh, Burke is in the mix. Hey, he is also part of the Hollingshead fan club. There we go. Charter members, people. Charter members. Edge, he's in the mix. Edge is having fun with the polls. Check out his polls on Twitter, man. It's pretty pretty fun stuff. Uh, LL man uh, in trash cans says, yo, yo, back again. Good seeing you. Big ups. Love your tweets. There it is. Ed, yeah, Edge has been having fun lately. That's for sure. That is for sure. Uh, oh, here we go. Edge says, we can't dismantle winning teams like Atlanta and NYCFC. Selling one to two or best can make you quickly fail 
and become irrelevant, not worth the money. So I will say this. If you stand pat and don't make big changes after winning a championship in MLS, usually the team doesn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> it's a very common occurrence in Major League Soccer that everybody sticks with what they have. We got our stars. We're ready for next year. And they fall flat on their face. It's a thing. It's also added pressure because you have the CCL and all that other stuff. So the schedule gets busy. And now you have a team that's another year older. That edge is gone because they've won. The hunger's not right. Because you already got one. It's different. So I think in this case, edge, they're looking for edge. Sorry, I had to go there. But I think that's that's what we're looking for right now. I know that was ugly, sad, but I had to say it. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's where it's at. And again, if they're overvaluing these guys, we, we'd be foolish not to, to move, especially if we've got guys like in the wheelhouse, which we are kind of that mystery team. We do funky things. Uh, let's see. Hello, man. Yeah. How bad you wanted to see, ba he wanted to see Bale playing Costa Rica, right? Again, I got no picture with the guy. It makes me sad. It is. I'm being selfish. I know. Uh, it's Jibble. I'm sure we can have a third DP who's either under 22 or at most on a max TAM deal. Creative. We'll get creative. We know we'll get creative. We'll figure it out. Jibble also mentions we're most likely selling Sifuentes. So I don't see the third DP situation being a problem for long. Yeah, Sifu, I, I just, it makes sense. I just have this concern that we're not going to be able to move until the summer. And that just gets a little complicated. That might be what's going on here. Is it just not right yet? And we're, you know, they're going to run out of time on it. The clock is against us here. So we will see. Again, we might need to wait for summer just to find the proper replacements, too. That could be what's going on as well. Um, seem to be more like the big Euro teams and chain charge crazy money for their players. 10 million gam. Take it or leave it. Yeah, but it's MLS. Caps are tight. They got to play funky to do every little thing. It's so restrictive in this league. The last thing I would ever want as a job is to be the guy to figure out the numbers for an MLS team. It's got the most complicated job ever. Uh, kudos to anybody in this league trying to pull that off because it is complicated. Yeah. Uh, David Day, perspective. The CCL. Uh, is and should be the focus. And I think it is. I I know it is. Uh, that's that's where it's at. But again, depth is required for the CCL. You, you, you just need it. And so I, I know where they want to be at. I know where all thousand of you want to be at as well. I don't know who's going to show up in Costa Rica, but it's going to be an invasion. Uh, it's Jibble brought up uh, Daniel Maldonado, possibly playing right back. That is true. Uh, Mario also has played right back in Colombia. So you do have two guys that maybe they're going to work them in. Maybe that's what's going on. I don't know if that's the top preference, but uh, Hollingshead's there until Palacios makes a move. So, yeah, we will see. Uh, Edge says McCarthy all day long. Uh, again, he's got to earn it, man. He's got to earn it. David Day, what did we look like? How did we feel about the roster this time last year? Dude, do you remember, especially that one Brazilian dude that was saying that the season was over after one preseason game? Um, Y'all know who it is. We love you, Slip. 
Thank you for keeping people accountable. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, remember how everybody was freaking out and they were like yelling at Dolo when he got he got picked up and people were super disrespectful to the to, to the team because they didn't know where it was at, where it was going after you know missing the playoffs. There wasn't a lot of hope from a lot of people. And there's a lot of people that I see that are, you know, kind of kind of living it up right now that we're not on board. Now they can claim to be all happy and, oh, I knew it was going to happen. Receipts are caps, man. We know there's a lot, a lot of doubters, a lot of haters on the deal that happened. That's shrinking now. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't positive. It wasn't positive. Now I think we have that measured hope. Right, because they did something, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I, the negativity, man. You don't need to be there yet. It's not there yet. Uh, Jonah B says, "Good evening, fellas. Lots of changes happening for the club, and tell me why Bob trying to build LAC 2.0 in Toronto? Because Bob is a one-trick pony. I'll say it right now. He's going to do the same exact system that everyone knows how to counter. See, when Dolo came and the change happened, how many times did Dolo sacrifice possession?" Decide, okay, we're just going to focus on the counters in certain games. It can't get stale with it and keep doing the same thing over and over. The only way that works is if you have superior talent everywhere on the field, right? You have that edge because you have the players that that are going to overpower the opponent. If everyone knows gonna, what you're going to do before you go into it, you better be the better team already. Otherwise, you're going to get in trouble. Tony, you want to throw in? Go for it, man. He's crossing his fingers over there. What you got, um, man? Oh no, I was saying hi to the defenders. I was just like, Keith. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> that's all I was saying. But with, with Bob, it's gonna just gonna be rebuilding. Like I said, in, in Europe, it's like, like you said, it's easier. Again, you can play the same system. That's why Barcelona was good, so good for those for those great that year, because like you could not like, oh, I have to stop Messi. Well then Javi's gonna, gonna destroy you. Okay, then we're gonna stop Javi, then Iniesta, it's so on and so forth. Same thing with Real Madrid. Ronaldo, you know, Benzema, Isco, when he came up, you know, I mean, Marcelo, there was always players, but here in the MLS, it's very far in between. So you have to, quote unquote, it's, we are a parody league. You know what I mean? That's the best way to say it. <laughs> this league is built for teams to get knocked down. It really is. It's not built for dynasties anymore. It's just not designed that way. And if you can build a dynasty, you're, you're doing some special stuff. It's just the way it works here, um, but yeah, Bob, it, it throws me off, man. I, I, I wish I wish nothing but the best for the man for what he's done for us. Not against us, of course, but dude, he, he, I expect more. I just do because I've seen more from him in the past. David Day, I love it. Here it is. Here it is. Stop saying the MLS or the MLS. It's not the major league of soccer. I, it honestly cracks me up. I, I to me, I'm entertained by it because it's a thing. I mean, it is definitely a thing. And I was watching what KCAL 9 the other day. And there, this is an American, right? And it was talk. They were talking about um, our community projects. So there was like a kind of a an ad slash report on KCAL 9 about us, which was really neat to see our people there. Jordan Harvey was on there and all that, but the reporter was the MLS and it was like, it's just kind of ingrained now. It's good either way. I'm okay with it either way. Cause you're talking about it better to have them say the wrong thing than say nothing. 
<laughs> sounds funny, but that, that's where I'm at. And it is, it just, it, it, when I hear the MLS, I know that this person hasn't been that familiarized with what we do. That's all. And they'll learn. We'll teach them. You know what bothers me more? El Trafico. That's where my head's at. I hate calling it that. I just do. It's the one thing we hate the most around here. We call our rivalry that. What the heck? Outside of house prices and rent prices, right? We call that the high rent game. Come on now. See? Why throw a negative to be a rivalry? It just doesn't make sense. But I can go on forever. Bam, your thoughts about the MLS? Because you probably hear more than we do, right? No, no. Most of the stuff I hear about um, MLS is the Farmers League, the Farmers League, the Farmers League. That's all I hear. Ah, okay. So, no, but you know what? It's like saying ATM machine. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. It's like you hear the MLS ATM machine, you know, it just all falls under the same thing. Look, I can understand the non-initiated saying it. I can understand that, you know, it, it is what it is. Cause like, Oh, I want to talk about the major league soccer or I want to talk about this and that. So for someone that's not initiated, doesn't understand, I can, I can let it go, but just tell them, Hey, it's not the, it's just MLS. It's one of those debates like football versus soccer pitch versus field. It's semantics. I'm, I'm just, yeah, okay, at least you're talking about it. Have fun with that. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Oh, my cousin's on here. Justin out of Nebraska. Hope, hope life is treating you good, brother. Uh, let's see. He says, what do you think of Apple TV deal? Good, bad for the league? Okay, so I think it's good for the league. Because I know in the background, they're doing all these things demanding that the other teams in the league operate more like LASC does on media. And they're going to force teams to actually sell their culture. What? And create an identity for themselves outside of a random logo in a season to season performance. They're going to actually create a situation where teams have to create an identity, something to play for, something to live for, something to identify with where you're at. The new generations of teams are doing this already. LASC, Austin, Seattle, Portland, they found ways to find kind of a character. Some have found ways to lose it, Portland, uh, but others are finding that way. Okay. And now it's going to force the old teams. Yeah. The crusty ones to get back into it and get into modern MLS. And I think that's what the Apple TV deal is going to do for all of us is because of the content requirements. It's going to get better. It's forced to be better. And I would love to see the other teams push the way ours does for exposure on social media. That whole, I want to see buzz, man, throughout this entire league. It's needed. So it's good for me. I like it. The money's good too. As I say in poker, if the pot's right, the pot's right. Pot's right. Uh, so that's good on that. And of course, Max is still around. And now that makes me happy. So yes, I'm good with Apple TV. Bam, I'll throw it to you. You want to give your thoughts on it? I'm going to play the devil's advocate. I agree with everything you say, but the devil's advocate is it's pay to watch. How are you going to get, and I hate, hate to say it, with finances these days and 
Philly from defenders will be able to talk about this a lot more because he's in the, the finance area. But not everyone can afford Apple TV. How are people supposed to be able to go out and watch it? You know, that the kid that's flicking the TV won't be able to flicker and go, oh, what's this? Oh, I might stop and watch this for a little bit. That looks cool. You know, the league will be missing out on that bit as well. So I can I can see both sides of it. I, I'm, I feel for the people that, A, can't afford it because um, obviously rent's going up, food, price of food's going up, salaries aren't going up. You've got people that, you know, the, the kids just flicking through TVs at home is not going to be able to watch it. Um, but at the same time, I understand from a business point of view, they've got to try and make as much money as they can. It means... I like how it's a global thing. So globally, it will be on Apple. That I do like. So I will have to go get Apple TV and do all that. You know, it'll be the only Apple thing in this house that we have because we're not an Apple household. But I do like that side of it. But the downside, as I said, is how are we going to grow it outside people that don't know about it? And, you know, the NHL has had that. I said the NHL. Did you see that? Uh <laughs> Because I guess it is. Uh, the NHL has had this problem where they, they hit a deal and all of a sudden they disappear, right? They didn't they didn't get enough national broadcasting. In the case of, of MLS, there are a number of games that will be all over air. So they're not completely disappearing. And actually a lot of them. I think Spanish language media, that's where the biggest part is. So there is still going to be local options. So that works. That works. And all of them offer what SAP alternatives now, even on the Spanish uh, channels. So I'm sure that's still going to exist too. So it's not completely gone. Also, this doesn't restrict CCL. That's still going to be out and about. The League's Cup, I'm sure there's ways that's going to get televised a little bit differently too. But it's not completely going behind an Apple logo, right? They're still going to be out there. So it's not completely gone. So on that end, I'm good. I'm good with it. That, and for all you guys I hang out with at the tailgates, dude, a month of a Apple TV is probably less than one beer at a, at a watch party. Right, Tony? It is because technically for the whole season, it's $100. For the whole season, it's $100. That's pretty good comparing like when English Premier went to what? ESPN, so did uh, ESPN Plus, same thing with uh, Serie A. Get it by ESPN. So $100 for a season isn't too bad. One. Also, season ticket holders get, for most of the people around the MLS who has season ticket holders, they get it for free. Oh, 79 Thank you, Ledge. I thought it was 100 but 79 And on top of that, um, going back to the content part of it, it's let's see if they can actually content is content you can put whatever on but let's see if they can do the content with the right culture around their city not just lfc does this so we're going to do this but it's not going to work because they're not in from la the over the over push and miss on the on the culture side of things we'll see we will see. I think St. Louis will, will surprise you, Austin will surprise you. They won't. Come on, we know what they do. Um everything that we do it is what it is. So I think it's going to be fine. The debates out there, I know. But I also know some of you, I've been on road trips with you. Your nightly tab is more than this. So sacrifice a few and make it happen. Uh, all right. 
Carlos C says, how do you think the loss of Will Coots will impact the team going forward? I have concerns. I do. He's incredibly important for the growth of this team, the creation of this team. Yeah, I know it's tough. It's tough. Uh, we, we haven't sure. We're not sure where he's landed yet. Right. You guys haven't heard anything yet. Um, and so that could impact us too. If it's somebody within division. Um, but yeah, I, I know we'll find our way. It's a big change. It is. Uh, but yeah, again, I wish nothing but the best, best for Will, but yeah, we will miss him. That's for sure. Uh, let me move up. We say, Oh, Jonah B. I don't want another Zimmerman mistake with Chicho. Our focus should be Chicho. Opoku could have another good season and be sold to Europe. Right. I get it. I get it. Um, I don't want to sell him either, but you know, if he wants to go, that's the other, other tough spot. Sounds like he doesn't. So let's ride this one out. Uh, defenders. Yeah. You were mentioning, he says, what's up friends. Happy 2023. Happy 23, 23 to you guys as well. Defenders putting in the hard work everywhere, going everywhere, making it happen, man. Keep it up. Keep it up over there. We love you guys. Uh, David day. <laughs> Don't say ATM machine either. Uh, equals automated teller machine machine. <laughs> Semantics. Semantics. Uh, Rastagari is on the MLS. Sort of sort of kind of bandwagon. Uh, oh, gosh. Now he's got the Siri Isle Liga Un. Uh, yeah, we get it. We get it. We get it. Oh, Jibble, thoughts on this year's ball. Have you seen the Bundesliga ball? Pretty fluorescent, man. That one's out there. Ours ain't that out there. I like it. I like a red, white, and blue ball, to be honest. It meant it matches well with the league that we're in. And the whole rock and roll thing is kind of kind of different. Um, I didn't get last year's ball until I realized it was connected to all these holidays, and that was pretty freaking cool. Um, then it had a purpose. No, I think MLS for the most part has had good designs. That's one place where they've been pretty solid. I've been happy with it. I think it's a good one as well. Tony, what do you think about the, the ball? It gives me, hold on, which one was it? This one was for uh, Japan, South Korea vibes. Ah, okay. That If you look at that World Cup ball, it's a very similar design to what, except for the differences, there's a there's an opening in the middle. But I do actually like the ball. It kind of looks very sleek, very, you know, makes it look like the ball's going to be moving faster if the way it spins and everything. But, yeah, that's I like it. Like I said, Adidas is taking back a old style and, you know, making it retro new. Yeah, I'm good with it. I'm happy with it. You can read the spin on the ball better with this ball, I think. So fine with me uh smalls is on board with the ball uh, and last year's ball i dig it i dig it uh burke says i think apple tv do will be a good thing that's what apple expects as content from each team lafc will thrive from what i've already heard in the back end yeah uh for sure uh let me is, see is it bad that with this extra content that clubs got put out, I'm intrigued to see how much Carson fails at it. 
they they're gonna do like a a, a a mascot un unmasking or something right and three three different excerpts where 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 chicharito cries it's gonna be lovely it really well, will well, be. Well, well, like, like in theory that they sh they should do okay at it but i'm expecting them to do something so out there it's just gonna fail and fail and fail over and over again they're gonna try too hard yep that yeah I don't want to be, I'll actually be devil's advocate on this one because I think they'll actually do well at this point because they'll actually put money into it because, again, the ownership group also owns the Kings and the Lakers and their content with that is pretty darn well. And they also have like, they also know how to do this whole content in a structured system of only one because they have to do it with, a, I think, Spectrum. There you go. I was like, what was their deal? Like their Spectrum deal with the Lakers only can watch on Spectrum, so they have their own channel. So they should technically be a pro at this, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll find out real quick on this one. Who's figured it out, who hasn't, but I, I clearly we're the we're the benchmark. There is no question. Uh, let's see. Does Garces take on a bigger role with Will leaving? This is from Carlos C. Interesting question. He already has, and it just keeps growing. I think his role is going to grow greatly with the second team and filling the roster there. I think he's going to have more play with that because we just need to, right? Kids are going to get promoted now. More will get promoted at a higher rate, I think, because the second team gives them that chance to without traveling far, far away. That's the other thing. It's a local second division side. I can't wait for the details to drop. It's going to be good. Uh, Small said last year's ball was, though, I think I mentioned it already, so I just doubled up on him. All right, so I see the reactions. Keep it up. We'll hit you guys one more time after we get through community. Let's go. All right, so on to community news. That's right. Tony, the man, the myth, the legend. What have you got for us, sir? Uh, of course, we still have the Flex Community Cup still go going to happen on February 4th at U US 5 Center at Norwalk, California at 10 a.m. PST. Again, link is in, of course, the bio for Defenders, um, most likely Flex as well. Uh, I'll put out a link as well, too. You can sign up for it. It's a five-on-five five soccer tournament. There will be community events. It will be catered. The cup will be there again. The cup will be there, and <laughs> um, all all donations will go to the Masio Fascia. Sorry, uh, Memorial Cup <laughs> football court. So, again, fun event. Come join. You know, eat some great food, have fun with friends. There'll be uh, flex demos, which the tools are really good. I have almost the full set. All I need is the table saw, and I complete the set. Um, but they are really good. Like the batteries are really good. They just upgraded their batteries to even to be even more powerful and last longer. So again, good quality tools, good event, good people to hang out with because again, defenders Philly and Scarf will be there, and it's. It's football. Who can't have fun playing five on five? Yes, it gets competitive, but it's still football. It's still a fun game to play. <laughs> it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm with you. It's going to be fun. 
and they're selling the, mo the most scarf. Mm -hmm. Don't want to forget that. You see it above my head. It's going to be there. Somewhere right here. Go. <laughs> Just go. Support the cause, people. Support the cause. We're getting closer to where we need to be there. What else have we got for community, Tony? Um, also, we do. Um, we will be having a event for BA coming up, moving forward. Um, no details have been released just yet. The only thing I can ask for you to be ready is to collect blankets, used or new, and be ready when that will drop because these will be going to give exchanges for people less fortunate in this cold weather. It does get cold, so it most likely is going to homeless, homeless people who, unfortunately, in this cold weather, during this cold rain, blankets are must needed to keep you warm. So... If you have a used blanket that you don't use and don't and need to give away, or you want to buy a brand new one and give it away, make sure you collect it, and we'll give out details when more details become available to us. Boom! It'll happen. We'll talk. We'll tell you guys when we get it. All right, and it's kind of community news because it's our neighbor, right? Uh, mm -hmm. NWSL draft kicked off, right? Araceli uh, traveled there under the heart of LAFC name. Thank you, NWSL, for the love. Um, and covered the draft on our behalf. Uh, Angel City drafted 18-year-old Alyssa Thompson with a first-round pick. That's right, first-round pick. Uh, Wild Trades made it happen. She is officially signed with the club as well. She is an L.A. native from Studio City and made her U.S. women's national team debut last year, being the youngest player since Sophia Smith. Check that out. Um, ACFC also selected goalkeeper Angelina Anderson with a 27th overall pick. Um, fam, do you have information on Angelina Anderson? Would Not you, really. You I, I, was, I was just about to, about to look that up. Give me one quick moment. <laughs> she is from Berkeley, by the way. Ah, there you go. There she, you go. She is a goalkeeper from berkeley which i have a love-hate relationship with berkeley but good school very good school very beautiful campus just don't step too far away from the campus because then it becomes a very different atmosphere <laughs> understood interesting interesting okay um which now brings us again all the best to acfc uh i know they had a lot of they're going to be having a lot of changes this year a lot of player mm -hmm. movement. A lot of players coming back healthy now, um, which is cool too. So we'll see what, what's up with them. Um, we just kindly asked them, stop promoting a team that doesn't support you. Just a thought. Just a thought. And we'll move on from there. Are we talking about uh, New Zealand? We love New Zealand. New Zealand's cool. Same with Australia. Cool. Are we talking about the, the, the land where the light doesn't touch? Yeah, that one. That one that tends to have oil fires every once in a while. That one that smells like urine. That one. Yeah, stop promoting those people. Come on now. Um, all right, moving on. You see where my head's at, people. Uh, Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. Bam saved us from this one. Uh, this is a good choice, but, man, I'm having flashbacks. Go for it, dude. So with... Bale and asked me for time out. I thought, oh, we've got to do a, something from Cardiff. We've got to do Cardiff. We've got to go to Cardiff because that's where Bale is, is from. Um, I ended up finding, I didn't realize they were from Cardiff, is Underworld. That was a big thing, Underworld. And obviously, everyone's favorite song of theirs, which was on the Train Spotting soundtrack, using Train Spotting, which if you're under 18, kids, 
wait till you're 18 to go watch it. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> true. Now you're going to make it them is... all watch it when they shouldn't. Good job. Yep. Yep. Oh, always, always. <laughs> it's the absolute classic club banger, Born Slippy. Absolute man, classic one of the song. Now I'm going to think that song all night. Thank you, man. You're Worm City right here. Thank you, dude. Um, now, uh, dude, Born Slippy is an amazing, amazing song. And it reminds us of our friend Slip as well. Um, but yeah, Underworlds, dude. I didn't know they were from Cardiff. That's a trip. Really? Same. I was like, huh. Google, bands from Cardiff went, Underworld. I know them. What, what song of theirs do I know? That's right. Born Slippy. Some amazing stuff. More, uh, Yeah electronic music man i mean we could have fun with that one we know a few folks in the, in the lafc faithful that they got they got their chops in that so uh i used to but i'm old now so it's all good <laughs> all right so let's move on to the preseason schedule transitioning back to football here we go uh preseason schedule is officially dropped they got times they got locations we know where we're heading some are closed door some are open I hope closed door means closed door, but we'll find out what happens there. So kicking things off. Yes, we play on January 21st against Real Salt Lake. Location is to be determined. Uh, it says closed door friendly. So I guess that means some of us will be drumming outside and they can hear us, but we can't see them. We do these things. It's a supporter thing. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Saturday, January 28th, only a week later. They have a closed door against New York City FC, who's definitely got a lot of transition going on with them, too. Should be a good one. Again, closed to the general public. Um, could be closed to press as well. We don't know. We'll, we'll see. We got we got, we we can go for a press pass, right, Tony? We'll figure this one out. Yeah, thumbs up. There it is. I know Ben Verhan will probably be there for the striker if he can get in. We love you, Ben. Can't wait to have you back on again. I know uh, you were going through a lot of it with that rain. He was actually up north when it was all going down. So all the best to you, man. Uh, February 6th, we played DC United at the Empire Polo Club, hosted by some random team with 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 oil fields next to there. Yeah, you, you don't already know what I'm talking about there. So Empire Polo Club, 2 p.m. kickoff. There are tickets being sold for that one, I believe. Uh, limited space. Uh, right after that, February 11th, we play against Dio, against Bob, against Toronto FC. Uh, that'll be an 11 a.m. kickoff again at the Empire Polo Club. Those ones you get a chance to go to. So whoever wants to travel out there and not get swayed by going all the way to Joshua Tree because it's so close, um, go check out some football out there. It's all good. It's all good. I, I know. Uh, I know for a fact. Mm -hmm. Scarf's going to be heading up to those games. So if you're out there, go say hi to Scarf. He'll be out there. There it is. Who knows? Maybe I'll get out for one of them. We'll see. We'll see. Bribe me with a, a date shake. You might get me out there. If you know, you know. Um, February 18th. This is going to be fun. Because an old friend. Yes. Uh, we'll definitely have to discuss this with him. Saturday, February 18th. LAFC plays against San Diego Loyal, the potential MLS side of the future. That's what the rumors are saying. It's going to be played at the bank. Apparently, it's an open match. You can go to this one. Uh, we'll see how tickets work with that. It'll be a 5 p.m. kickoff on a Saturday. I like 5 p.m. kickoffs on Saturdays. That's, that's cool, man. So it's your night. Good time out. Not too chilly. 
uh, should be good. And we'll definitely, definitely reach out to Jerry and see how he's doing out in Loyal Land. Um, he's definitely, definitely doing it out there, working hard out there, helping to build up the Loyals uh, supporter culture, but also working with the San Diego Soccers, Boo Soccers. We don't like those guys. Um, sorry, that's how it is. Uh, go Empire Strikers. Uh, yeah, uh, he's he's doing it. He designed the jersey. This was super cool. The latest jersey for for the San Diego Soccers. Jerry actually designed it. So go give the man some kudos. He's putting some hard work out there. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely get him on to talk it up. Especially that whole potential MLS thing. You know, we're gonna have to give him a rise on that one. So uh, yeah, that's coming up, and that's currently the schedule. Uh, so about five games or two for a certain individual to give up on the whole season, but five games uh, of preseason to figure out what we're going to do with this side and get all our new faces by the time it happens. That is what's going on. I know it's real people. And then not too long after that, it's Rose Bowl time. Bring it. It's going to be good. Going to be good. Uh, Tony, you going to make any trips to any of these guys? Um, not to the Coachella one, unfortunately. Um doesn't seem like my cup of tea to go to that one especially don't want to give more money to <laughs> to that com- to that pairing company lakers uh, and kings i'll give it to them because i do support them but not that other team that smells um probably try to get the press pass to go to the nyfc game and hopefully we beat them and of course san diego loyal we're all going to be there of course we're going to be there it's gonna Flag be weird, up. exactly. Yep. Of course, we have to make sure someone doesn't sneak in and we kick him out really quickly. Love you, Jay, but sorry, can't come into the north end. You got to stay that way. It would be weird because you know he's actually gonna have to work that game. Yeah. Right. He's gonna be on the far side with their supporters. So I don't know. Maybe, just maybe, we'll set up a scarf exchange. I'm just saying, this could happen. It would shock no one. <laughs> it would make sense. So trust me, guys, we'll have Jerry on soon enough. If he's not too busy juggling two teams, uh, we'll get him on here and talk up uh, San Diego Loyal and their potential to be an MLS side. Good stuff. All right. So that's it for preseason schedule. We don't have a whole lot more to cover today. I think we covered pretty well, to be honest. Uh, so we're going to bring this into our final thoughts. Close this bad boy out and wait for some crazy more new. Crazy good news for next week. Hopefully not some crazy sad stuff. We've seen enough departures. It's time for arrivals. Let's go, people. All right, final thoughts. I'm going to kick this off with Tony. Final thoughts, sir. Um, Final thoughts is, again, season's coming up. If you guys who are listening, new, old, recurring, this is actually a perfect opportune time to maybe join the supporter culture because this is around the time around this month and coming up February where most are of our supporter culture clubs will be, you know, having their meet and greets. Like I said, our event is coming up soon for BA. I know Lucky's will have theirs eventually TSG as well. So if you, and also pride will probably have theirs as well. So if you're willing to join a, the supporter culture and join a supporter group, Look up on the socials. I'll post them when they do a come revive and, you know, come join us, not just part of being part of this podcast, but also being part of a, in the 3252 cheering on our team. 
And on top of that, also make sure you check up on your friends, have a good time, stay dry, drive safely, drink responsibly, and just be happy and, you know, love, peace, and love. Well said, sir. And we hope to see all you guys at these events. They're happening. We got to ramp it up. Got to get that spirit going. Got a championship to defend. Good stuff. Bam. Final thoughts, my friend. Final thoughts, again, to all you guys over there with all the rain going on. Stay safe. Stay dry. Um, Also, remember, with rain going on, it can also affect your emotions, too. So always remember, always ask your friends, are you okay? This conversation can change the life. Um, I know it's helped me in the past, especially being on here with these boys. When I'm having a bad day, I know I'm better on the podcast with these boys. Always have the pre and post show chats with them and always cheers me up. So just a phone call, a text message, anything like that can always help someone. You never know what it can do. And to everyone that's feeling a little blue, a little bit depressed, remember, it's okay to not to be okay. That's the biggest thing. We all love you. We all appreciate you. Um, not only us on Heart of LFC, but everyone, Defenders of the Bank, Shoulder to Shoulder, Maximid Podcast, you know, the whole pod community, we all reach out to each other. We all talk to each other and always make sure everyone's okay. So remember, if we can do it, you can do it too. So just remember, it's okay to not be okay. Reach out to your friends and just enjoy yourselves. Well said, sir. Definitely Black and Gold family. Look out for each other. Critical, critical, critical. Yeah, the weather doesn't help, does it? Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I did see some other comments. I know we didn't cover you guys before we're closing out here. I did see a few Rastagari also mentioned. Uh, Rastagari, sorry, man. Man, what's up with me today? Uh, mentioned Born Slippy. He brought it up when Gareth Bell came in. I saw that. I saw Jibble jump on as well, talking about nobody leaves by the next pod. Right? We're all, we're all hoping that's the case, too. Edge giving a shout-out to Hadley's. That's where you get your date shake. Uh, and Jibble uh, bringing up the nostalgia of, of, of Born Slippy. Good stuff, guys. Thank you for that. And I guess it's my final comment. Yeah, that's the one. First and foremost, thank you guys for putting up with our madness. Time in, time out. We're quickly, quickly moving into the new season here. Uh, it is on. Let's just hope again that we see some great signings in the lead up to all this. I have confidence in my side. If I didn't, I wouldn't be here straight up uh yeah you don't run in circles for no good reason we got a team that's worth fighting for keep fighting for it uh to the rest of you guys again we'll see you again next week let's have some better news and make it happen bam final uh actually final word we're here stay golden tony stay golden los angeles and for me to all of you Stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.